Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Welcome. You're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. I'm Kamisha. We're so glad that you're here. Before we get into the Word, let's take a moment to pray. Lord, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for today. We thank you for your promises that will be fulfilled and will prevail. We thank you for your integrity, Lord, that you're faithful even when we're not, and that your love never fails. We we honor you, Lord, for who you are. We honor you and we exalt your name, Jesus, that there's nothing too hard for you. We thank you, Lord, for your word going forth. We thank you for this time that we have to spend in fellowship with you, your word, and in covenant with each other and in our relationship with you, Lord. Bless the listeners. Cause them to hear your word with fresh ears and with a new heart that's open to your instruction, open to your guidance, and that as they hear the word of God, their faith will grow because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I thank you, Lord, for deep and divine understanding being imparted to them and that the eyes of their understanding will be enlightened. I bind the hand of the adversary that will come to steal, kill, and destroy and distract your people in this day. And I cast that out in Jesus' almighty name. And I release you, Holy Spirit, to do your perfect work in each and every one of us and bring to pass your perfect will and plan for each one of us. In Jesus' almighty name we pray. Amen. 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 And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We're so glad to have you with us. And it is a, a blessing to be able to get into the word with each of you. So we are continuing here in our study of Hebrews, chapter 8 covering verses 7 through 13. So we want to encourage you to pause the episode and just take time to read through that section of scripture, whether it's your first time joining us or you're rejoining us, just to make things easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. And now the floor is open to give each of you the opportunity to share what Holy Spirit's speaking and ministering to you and to ask any questions that you have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, LaCharles. So what the Lord was sharing with me is that what we see inside of verse 13, it says, in that he says, the new covenant, he has made the first obsolete. Now that what is becoming obsolete and growing old is ready to vanish away. Um, and we, I would just like to give us some historical context right here. What, what Paul's talking about here is that they're still offering animals at this point. Hmm. They haven't done away with it yet. They don't do that until around AD but- 70. Right, the second temple had not yet been destroyed. Yes. So at this point, they're still sacrificing animals, and Paul's talking about this in advance, beforehand, mm-hmm. before they actually get to the point where they can no longer offer him up because he no longer have the temple. Mm-hmm. So what the Lord was sharing me, sharing with me is that the Lord gives us a time. So when he gave Abraham the understanding that he was going to inherit a son, he gave time... Abraham time to come into line with that. He mm-hmm. gave him time to get his mind together, essentially, as you and Dad often tell us to. Oh, heart and mind. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, was, it comes out of the heart first, right? Yes. So please continue. The Lord gives an opportunity for us to strain ourselves out, meaning that we to come into line with what He said, 
to put our faith inside of what he's already told us and move forward inside of that. And we have to understand that as the Lord's talking about all these things and through the Apostle Paul, he's telling them, don't be concerned with this. He already knows what's going to occur as you, mommy, often tell us that the Lord knows everything. He's mm. not surprised, nor was he surprised by the destruction of the second temple. He wasn't surprised by any of the stuff that was going on, but he still gave them the opportunity to start transferring away from that mindset of we have to do this in order for to quote unquote make it to heaven. That's what they believe equated to righteousness. If you gave your sacrifices, you did what the Ten Commandments said, Ten Commandments said, then you were good. But that's not what the Lord wanted. He wanted them even before they stopped offering sacrifices to come into a deep and intimate relationship with god moses inside of um exodus still offered sacrifices just like the other people but he still had a relationship with god he understood the nature and character of god and that's something very important it's not that offering the animals was bad but it's because of what it became to them it became an idol essentially kind of like um the bronze serpent that they made the lord told them to create it but they turned into something totally different from what the Lord had told them. And they twisted and corrupted it. And that's what led it to be a snare to them. And that's what we see here is that he's saying, get rid of the idols. The animals aren't going to do you any good. They never have done you any good. It was the Lord who actually was covering you, not the blood of these animals because you eat lamb chops. And I assure you, that's not covering you either. But when we understand from the perspective, of the Lord already knows all these things and he's giving us the opportunity to come into line with him and to understand what he's doing and to shift away from what we think into the direction that the lord wants us to shift mama did you have something to say oh finish your thoughts sweetheart and how when he tells us to shift he doesn't just say you got to shift at a dime essentially he always gives us um at least for me he promised me to ask him why not from the um, perspective of a spoiled brat essentially asking why to everything just to escape it but it helps me because i like to understand why we're doing certain actions and mm -hmm. what's the bigger plan being worked on mm -hmm. and that's what he's truly getting out here he's saying the new covenant was already made with jesus and now he's doing away with this first one mm -hmm. um the sacrifice of animals he's doing away with that so put your faith inside of jesus you don't have to do it at the last second. There's not, as you said, mama, you used to practice saying, mm. Lord, forgive me. Mm -hmm. In the twinkling of an eye, trying to twinkle your eye in the mirror so you can say, Lord, forgive me. Trying to beat the trumpets so I don't miss the rapture. <laughs> Even though I was fully intent on committing the sin that I was engaged in, I just, I knew better and I didn't want to miss the rapture, which thank God for his great mercy to allow me to continue to live, to come Amen. to righteous hope. And he didn't cast me away in banish me to hell if you will because my wicked mindset that's absolute wickedness and that was iniquity that i was engaging in. i knew who he was i knew what his requirement was but i said i bet i could beat you lord i can sin up until the last second and just take a second to ask for forgiveness and still be able to make it because i don't want to suffer in hell which it meant i knew he who knows what's right to do and does not do it to him in his sin okay so i had sin upon sin and what I was practicing and, and doing, but God was still gracious to me and merciful to shine the light on it so, so sweetly and draw me away into truth and righteousness. Or you finished with your thoughts, darling? Um, I had a few more points that the Lord wanted okay, me to share. Okay, well, point away. 
And then also what we see here is that as they're shifting away from this mindset, the Lord, as I said, the temple is not destroyed until 10 years after this point, essentially. This is 10 years beforehand that Paul is telling them about this. Or but, this letter, this yes. epistle. Yes. This is about 60, 60, somewhere from 60 to 65 AD. Mm-hmm. And then so when we understand that the Lord, he also tells us things to come. He doesn't just leave us in the dark. Whereas um, we brought this up in previous episodes that children of Israel want to be kept in the dark. They like the dark. That's in some regards, uh, when yes. it comes to accountability for sin. But that's not, please, when we talk about the children of Israel, we are not saying we're better than them. We are, the, we are the same. We are people. Human yes. flesh looks the way that human flesh does. and People don't want to be held accountable. People anybody. want to continue in their sin and whatever they desire to do. That's right. It's not That's not a unique factor to them. The Lord just gave us the blessing and benefit, which is a challenge for them as being the older sibling to demonstrate these things Amen. so that we could learn from their example. But all human flesh looks the same way. Adam was not a, a Jew or a child, part of the children of Israel, but guess what? He looked exactly the same way. And I looked yes. exactly the same way in my sin. And thousands of years later, different continent, different mm-hmm. whole host of things. But I demonstrated the same things that they did in their life. So that tells us that's a product of sin nature and humanity that is apart from God and is depraved and willing and able to do anything of unrighteousness. So we're just talking about human nature in this and sin nature. Yes. And then when he was shifting away, he was telling them to come with him, essentially. He gave them the option, as we talked about, how they came to a crossroad. Either you're going to fully trust the Lord and go into what he's told you and to learn from him, or you're going to go on doing what you want to do, serving your idols, claiming that you're serving God. That's They came to this point, and that's essentially what he's um, telling them. He always gives us the opportunity to change our path, essentially. The Jews weren't didn't have a special opportunity afterwards to suddenly change and um, get out of it. They had the exact same opportunities opportunities that we have, but they had to take it as well. As you, mommy, said that so we they had to make a choice. Yes, like I had to make a choice as well. So the Lord was giving them the choice, saying, "Hey, this is what's about to go down. Understand this." And then also, what He's getting at, and the Lord was revealing to me, is that. They had a choice all the way afterwards. We see that most of them didn't, um, at that time, once the second temple was destroyed, they grieved over it because that's where all their hope laid. They didn't Mm -hmm. believe in God, essentially. The temple was their God, what they served and what they lived for. So it caused grief to them instead of grieving that they did not understand and see what the Lord had purposed for them beforehand. They were too busy focused on the brick-and-mortar structure in front of their eyes, the one that wasn't even the original, the second version of it, mm-hmm. to even contemplate what they were doing to God. And that's not how we should live our lives. We should be aware of how our actions impact the Lord, not that we change anything concerning the Lord, but he still He still wants us to love him. As you said, Layla, he doesn't want to be disrespected, and he can feel disrespect just like the rest of us. Though he doesn't want that, he still has to endure it because we're humans. We can't um, we're not perfect in the regard of we never make a, uh, we never sin at all. We know we have sinned, and if you say you never sin, that's the biggest sin in your life, essentially. And how, when we understand <laughs> that, we'll truly be able to enter into what the Lord has. He's not saying to uh, 
Luz was unique for the children of Israel, I will say, because that's why they liked the temple so much, because they thought it different, made them unique from the rest of the people. They thought because they had God dwelling with them that they were special, instead of seeing that they were special because of God's love for them and their love towards God, instead of letting that differentiate them from everyone else in that regard, not from... Well, but let's understand that, because that was God's desire was to dwell with them. Yes. And that's what... Uh, from the beginning, that was his desire. Not just in the, the physical sense, right? But what does Paul also write elsewhere in Scripture? Your body is the temple. The fullness of the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, live and dwell within you if you have made that, that choice that God is your God and you are his people, right? Yes. So... There's the other element and aspect, though, of, as you were saying, we can grieve the Lord. And what grieves him? Is it because every once in a while or once a day we make a mistake and we miss the mark, we, we sin? No. No. A child grieves a parent when they insist. They're determined to do things in opposition to the standard, the rules, the laws, the guidelines that have been set forth. Insistence upon that causes them to be, or the parent, in this case we're talking about our Heavenly Father, His Son and our, the one we are joint heirs with, Jesus the Christ and Holy Spirit, to be grieved. Insistence upon carrying out... A, Conducting, engaging in sin. Full with, full with full knowledge that that's what we're doing, but a desire to, to do that instead of the way we have been taught and instructed. What is righteous and just. That is grieving or causes grieving. It grieves the parents. Yes. So for us, as it, as it pertains to our Lord and Savior, we should examine ourselves to make sure we are not doing that. Now, I know that's something that's probably, no doubt, above where you're at right now. Well, as you become, as you mature and develop and become parents, no doubt there'll be an experience. That's human nature, right? Yes. So... Not that we wish that upon anyone or desire that for you, but you will have a greater understanding of, and, and that greater understanding will cause you to reflect on your own life and go, oh, now I truly understand what I was doing. Lord, forgive me. Right? That's also what you see in the, in the law and the prophets and the writings, the Old Testament, right? Where he says, even in building the temple, as, as you see in Ezekiel, make them understand where they went off, right? Where they fell, where they were in error, where they were in sin. He says, help them to understand these things. Why? Because the Lord would want to be mean to them. No. No, so that they could 
not just have the wisdom and knowledge and counsel from the Lord, but understand this is where I fell away. This is where I caused grief towards my heavenly father and also created grief and strife and discord amongst my fellow brethren by being in opposition to the Lord and impacting everyone else. Sin doesn't just affect the person who's sinning. It affects everyone and everything around it. Yes, dear. Yes. So if we truly love the Lord and loved his people, all his creation, then we would guard over ourselves and our hearts to ensure that we are not grieving the Lord and his people. Yes. And then once we understand that, we'll be able to fully transition from what we think into what the Lord actually means for us to enter into. And the Lord also revealed to me that he gives us certain things at certain periods, like Abraham or Abram at the time was ready to understand that the Messiah was going to come through his lineage at the point when he first left um, Haran. He still needed to go through the process that was building up his faith, which Deji said this is the point of the study, is that he's building up their faith throughout all of this by understanding that the new covenant came gradually so that way they could trust into trust in the Lord and lean into what he had for them and fully enter into what he desired for them. But their faith had to be built up because they were conditioned to believe certain ideologies and truths. They thought the temple is where you go. That's what you do. That's what they set their hope and their affection on. So the Lord's given them an opportunity to change from setting their affection on the place to the one who dwelt inside of the place. Amen. <laughs> is there ever a time just a question for you, sir. So every time that that process changes. What process? Of building up your faith from when the Lord enters in or reveals something to you. No, not really. Correct. It's no. Even when you first enter into a relationship with the Lord. Yes, the goal, the desire is that you become conformed to the image of Christ. He doesn't expect it instantly. He reveals those things to you as you continue to walk in faith with him. While he's teaching you about himself, he's also teaching you, hey, these are the things in your life that don't reflect his nature, character, and attributes. And then he will help you deal with those things as you move on. But we are to be willing to allow him to reveal them to us and also obedient to deal with them in our lives as we progress on this walk of faith. Yes. So just understanding that. But know that it looks the same everywhere, from a newborn infant in Christ to those that are mature. This continues. There's always time to build up our faith, to gain that measure as he increases it. And as we apply our faith, active actively apply our faith to his his word yes that was it okay well done there's a lot in there so we're going to pause there for today and with that can i get a volunteer to close out in prayer please i will all right charles lord we just thank you for today lord and we just thank you that you've given us wisdom lord and understanding of your word 
that you have let us know what your heart is lord and let us know your character lord and lord we just thank you that we know so lord from spending time with you lord as your sons and daughters lord that we have a close and intimate relationship with you lord and that you're not estranged to us lord but that you are felt by us lord and that you are around us at all times lord in Jesus' name amen in amen. jesus name amen and amen oh we love you god bless you have a wonderful day want to know more about a day of prayer sign up for our newsletter where you'll get the latest updates on the ministry inspiring messages and coupon codes for the merch shop visit our website adayofprayer.org click on connect in the menu bar and complete the form be sure to check the box that says subscribe Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, Take care and God bless you.